It's February 15th, 2019, and love is no longer in the air. I'm Six Detmar. And I'm Nick Cease, and this is Bottle Crow Reborn, a Dota 2 podcast where we talk about anything other than Dota 2 on anything other than a podcast. Today we'll be coming for you to you from a stone tablet. Six, take it away. <sighs> Keep this up. <laughs> That's pretty good. It was two stone tablets being yeah. ground together very slowly. Okay. I was like, is it a, it's a stone tablet record? It's like a very far away jackhammer, a very smooth jackhammer, a jack chisel. Yeah, you just took you just take two tablets and you so you it's a mill. together. It's like a flower mill. <laughs> yeah, but with no flower in there, no substance. Just like this podcast, it's called Bottle Curry Born. It's a Dota Two <laughs> podcast. Oh. Uh. Nick, it's been a little bit since we recorded because mm-hmm. Dota's been boring. Well, it's it's always sometimes boring. <laughs> we've, we've been busy. You've been making yeah. me watch like three hours of a Korean game show a week in a good way. Mm-hmm. But you know, mm-hmm. hey, ooh, I got a great idea. All right, let's put this on a podcast so that we have like like peer audience pressure, not peer pressure, audience pressure. Right? Okay. We're gonna make Alan come on this podcast again. But, like, actually stay on for a full episode. Wait. We had Alan on? Uh, a while ago, we had a we had a pre-recorded segment with Alan watching a thing, I think. Oh, I remember. So. No. Nice. We're, but we're going to have Alan come on and just be a second, a third voice, excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, Alan's I don't on really the, count uh, as a voice, the but... Korean game show uh, podcast thing that mm-hmm. Six has had. Yeah, a f- fellow, fellow podcaster. Uh, a fellow co-host of so at this point it's like it's just, it's like a two three two right mm-hmm. that's the lanes we're running no that doesn't make any sense um, <laughs> where it's like galaxy it's Brandon. you and me on bottle crow mm-hmm. and then it's you me Alan on Garnet Wager and then it's me and Alan on the Johto Quorum ah oh, right um, right your new Pokemon podcast. Where, yeah, listen, you know what's important? It's Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And the year of my dude 2019, we have to yell about Pikachu. Get it. That's basically Get it what on. we do. You, were you starting Were you starting the let's get it on? I want to be better, the best that ever was to catch up with this. Yeah, that's my cause. I've you never well, I've never watched a full episode Electro, of Pokemon. Diglett, Nidoran, Mankey, Venusaur, Tata, Hero, Pidgey. You weren't you weren't going there? Uh, no? That's exactly where I was going. I was setting you up. Okay. Thanks for taking, okay. putting down what I'm taking up. Catch him, catch him, gotta catch him all. Nice. <sighs> you ever think, like, you ever step back and you're like, wow, I'm really pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> you just have some of those moments sometimes. You're like, I was going to just been... agree before you, you finished your sentence, but I'm glad. It it's been like 17 years. Mm-hmm. And that's just in my head. And it's just there. Hey, man, I like memorized a bunch of digits of pi when i was i don't know 11 because somebody i knew knew 32 and so i beat them or i wanted to beat them and so i memorized like 40 and i can still just rip it off sometimes you know i think i could still probably do all of walrus and the carpenter what is walrus and the carpenter it's a poet it's a poem by lewis carroll it features in uh alice in wonderland it's long W there was some W-W-W. there was some poem memorizing thing when I was in school and I was like yeah well fuck you I'll memorize a long <laughs> fuck poem because I'm cool <laughs> you can't you know fight the system 
Can't take what's in my brain. Yeah. <sighs> well, let's talk about Dota. Let's talk about the truest of Dota. <gasps> Professional Dota. What's What happens oh. when you take people and you're like, you're good at Dota. We're going to pay you to be good at Dota. Turns out, sometimes it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. So this our next is topic. Our... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, go. This is going to be good. No, no, it's going to be good. Please, no, please continue. No, no, I'm sorry. Fine. No, it's fine. After you. Um, our next topic: What happens when you take people who are bad at Dota and you're like, "We'll pay you to be bad at Dota," <laughs> um, and that's called the All Star Game. Uh, Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Mel, Jackie Mel. No, 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 no. It didn't say anything. Nothing. So this week, I think you've now watched True Sight since the last episode, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. True yes. Sight TI8. That is. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's talk about that because I think I watched it about sure. a month ago at this point. But it was exciting. What yeah. did you think? Take the. I had a lot of fun with. So I. It, it was interesting because I've now seen enough of these that I'm starting to feel like i like i really enjoyed watching it it was really entertaining but i'm also starting to mistrust the editorial eye of these hmm. because it's interesting to me that every that all, all the true sites i don't think i've seen every single true site i should watch all of them but every single one that i've seen has had a very clear narrative which is weird the team that like keeps saying let's have fun is the team that wins <laughs> The team that team that stresses out and like talks, you know, some shit to each other loses, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, that's fair. I understand that, but like, also, I bet there were points there where fucking like OG was like, man, Anna, Anna, what the fuck are you thinking when he did something, right? But it's like, no, that's not, you know, like, there's basically no negativity between the teammates in that doc, and there's also very little positivity on the side of PSGLGD. Um, it feels very skewed in a way to present a narrative and I wouldn't have a problem with that except for it's consistently been this narrative um, of just sort of like, well, the other team won because they just stuck it together and they were such good friends. And it's like, I mean, I definitely think that was a factor and I think it's good to, to represent how good it can be for teams to, to, to have a true rapport with each other. But it also is starting to feel a little disingenuous to me. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely noticed that, but it, I don't know. It's imp- it's not very easy to know, you know, how much is mm. edited out because, you know, I think it was after I had a note down here after game four, LGD was talking, and I forget what the specific comment was, but basically, I think a core wasn't in a fight by the Roche bit when they needed to be mm-hmm. one of LGD's cores, and I had this mm-hmm. weird deja vu to I think it's the TI seven true sight with. Yeah. Uh, uh, help me. <laughs> uh, oh no, I can, I can, I can remember God, exactly. Was it so sad? Oh boy, my brain. Um, because I can still remember, like, I can remember it's a you, you have on your notes, it was AM or Veno. It's AM, AM was farming ancients. Um, uh, a liquid newbie, newbie, you're yeah, right, yeah, yeah. newbie. Okay, um, but yeah, it was, was he was farming ancients. He was doing specifically a stack of golems, like I can picture it yep. in my in my head, and because they were saying like we're about to fight, come on. He was like, hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, 
And then it was too yeah. late, and they lost the fight. And then they, after the game, like backstage, I, there's definitely this part in TA7's true site where, like, yeah, we didn't have you there. You needed to be there. <laughs> it's like you, mm-hmm. you were farming instead of team fighting. So it's like the right. same thing. I mean, I don't know. It's it's complicated. I think you said most of the things there is. It's like it's good to present, you know, hey, winning is when you're positive and you're you're nice to people. But you know, the world doesn't actually work that way. We all know that. But mm-hmm. there's you know some chicken and egg going on here. Like maybe if your team gets negative and you're like tilted. I mean, they're professionals, like LGD, super professional. But mm-hmm. you know, it, they're still humans. So maybe if they, you know. I don't know. We all know if your morale, your morale is lower, you have a lower chance to win, most likely. And depending on the team, that will have more or less of an effect. But how much of it is real, it's hard to know, too. I don't know. Yeah, and I also, like, I mean, like, OG has basically said an interview since. And I, like, seeing this, I believe, I don't believe this was just in the editing. I do believe it, that they're, like, a bigger reason why we won was, was Seb. Mm-hmm. Because he's just this relentless force of like, I mean, he's, 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 he's doing, I feel like even more than Kuroki did in the, in the TI7 one, he's just there being like, shake it off. It doesn't matter. We got this, like, just play your game. Just have a good time. We're here. You know, like just this relentless force of positivity and support. And you basically at no point see him. And I'm, you know, again, I'm sure he probably did and they cut it out, but at least the overall tone is like you never see him like turning on his teammates. You never see him like beating himself up. He's always just like, no, it's all right. Stay in the fight. We got this. Well, I don't like it's a different way too. like the comparison to Kroki is really good. It's, you know, the captain figure. It's the person who's just going to be like blindly. Well, I guess blindly optimistic, but just like, you know, blindly hopeful. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if they're being, you know, cheesy, unrealistic, whatever. It's more about, like, you know, putting your team in in the right mood, I guess. I don't know. You're not getting bogged down. Because I could totally see, you know, Seb, they were all out, like, smoking out in the back dock. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's okay, guys. It's okay. Just fucking keep going. Just fucking got him. We're, we're here. We came to play. Let's just fucking play. But then he could, you know, put his arm around no tail and like, oh, man, I, I, like, noticed this one thing you're doing. I think, you know, maybe if you change this thing last hit this way you know it might be good it might be good no no pressure but like i can totally Mm -hmm. see him doing that kind of thing totally and i don't i don't doubt honestly that some of that stuff happened Mm -hmm. but i think like the way he approached it i mean like you know we didn't see that kind of figure on lgd yeah right we didn't see we didn't see a sort of someone who to us appeared like a unifying figure and again the editing is the editing Mm -hmm. who knows yeah to draw conclusions Um, like oh lgt super toxic negative it's like yeah i who knows like it's mm -hmm. it's don't draw conclusions from it but like Mm -hmm. you definitely get a feel of how things were and how they were presented to you Mm -hmm. for sure and i also do think i mean like there is there is the downside of of seb's like his general positivity right which like you see in that first game where he where they're like like seb you want treat and he's like yeah give me treat i fucking got this we're gonna destroy them i've got treat the game's <laughs> over and he gets fucking destroyed <laughs> he's worthless that game oh, so he's like treat <laughs> what what are they doing yeah so like you can you can understand like how that kind of positivity can also go a bit astray if someone's not willing to because it's very also important to say like hey like, I'm not undermining you, but this is a bad idea. 
but yeah. yeah like the we got to see of course the whole vibe of both teams and og is just like you know seb's not afraid to say you fucking idiot like mm-hmm. no tell don't be a dumbass don't pick this don't do don't go there come on man but then he'll just you know it's it's a friendly atmosphere it's all about mm-hmm. you know being it's all about communication in your relationship you know well, how much do we think, and I mean, you know, we're generalizing here, but how much do we think that's like East versus West, right? Because like, we've seen that a couple of times now, and I don't know, like, did did they make a true sight the year that Wings won? I don't think so. Or like, not of the grand finals. Because like, now. what's like, because, you oh, know, I would like I, to see I'm not, yeah. I, I don't think, like, I mean, this is just, I don't think it's like, Oh, whichever team is more broy is gonna win. I don't think <laughs> yeah. if we went back and watched, you know, true side of that, it would be Wings being like, "Dude, you fucking owned him." <laughs> Shit, yes. I don't think that's their atmosphere. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, don't I don't think know. there's anything inherent yeah. to their attitudes. Well, not anything, but I don't think winning or losing is at all inherent to these attitudes. I think that, like, what I personally associate with this kind of like Chinese like focused professionalism can also have its merits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, there's translation, there's editing. It's like, there's definitely an East first West difference that you see just generally, even mm-hmm. with like well-translated interviews a lot of the time. It's more like, like East is more, you know, like you said, more likely to be focused, I guess is the best word, right? Mm-hmm. It's like professional kind of. But then like, they're also, you know, there was a great moments or narratives going on where it's like you know seb pulling out his notes he's got some paper or something and then they're like mm-hmm. there's that one quote it's like oh look at that little shit with his notes again they did there was a lot of there was a lot of trash talk they were and it was it was a different like i don't know it felt in in the documentary different as far as like i mean it felt like og's trash talk was the kind of like we're the fucking best trash talk and LGD's trash talk was like, how dare they trash talk? Um, <laughs> you could tell they're you know. definitely you know, taking a piss, but yeah. Yeah. They're more serious mm. about it than that. Like, oh, we're the fucking best. Beat our chests. They're like, what the fuck is that guy doing with his papers? Why does he have a fucking binder? I, can I mean, both. shit, if you, can, if you can do it, I can, like, fuck, I would bring a binder <laughs> for fucking drafts. Are you yeah. kidding? That'd be great. Of course. I mean, they had their coach draft for them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. that was a part, too. Like, we got to see that there were six people in the booth. It's like, oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. I forgot they added that. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And it was also kind of interesting that the the one who made the comment about not being at Roche was the coach. He was just sort uh, of like... And, it, it's so, and so he made it, like, more tactfully than it was made mm-hmm. at TI7, Definitely. right? But he did have that moment of being like, you weren't all there for the Roche, you guys... You weren't all there. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> that's rough. Yeah. It was like they followed them backstage, right? The cameras. And then mm-hmm. right. I didn't think this would be the case, but LGD and OG were just like right there backstage together. Like they just mm-hmm. walked off separately and it was just one hallway and they just, you know, walked by each other all the time. I was like, oh, uh, hmm. you know, they speak different languages. It'll be fine. <laughs> sure. But it's just like even, you know, looking at your opponent or something. You would think they would go back, and I th- figured they'd go back to like a practice room or like some green room in the they'd back. They'd go to put on horse blinders and exactly. you know, <laughs> shove some oats in their mouth, and then. But like Seb's, you know, being Seb, and he's walking by, he's being big, just like walking by all of LGD, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. 
Well, but if you think about it, that's how they are in the game. Like, especially the, these like these European teams. Like, ever since the addition of the chat wheel, <laughs> I mean, like they they mention it, they call it out. Like, at the beginning of this, they're like before game one starts, they're like. Just, I'm muting them right now. I'm muting them right now. And they're like, what if they call GG and we don't see it? It's like, well, then the throne will explode. I'm muting them. <laughs> like, it's okay. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I feel like I almost want that to be, like, sound wheels to be disabled in, or at least made spectator only during those matches. Because I don't like the way they can be used to tilt, tilt teams, personally. But. I don't care about the tilting thing. I think I kind of like the tilting thing. The annoyance part. Like, I think there was a clip circulating Reddit where Crit was talking about, like, yeah, like, you know, it's funny when, when Ana will make a play or, or die, and then he spams, you know, <laughs> some some Shadow Fiend line, I think it, Crit was talking about. But then he gets kind of annoyed when people just spam it constantly. And I can mm-hmm. understand that. It's just, like, getting tired of it. But I do like the... Uh, gentle ribbing <laughs> like if you get a last hit you know play the funny line i can you know appreciate that that's fair that's fair yeah well in any case um one of the things i wanted to talk about actually from true sight is so for a while now like ever since the um i think it was the fountain hook uh video was the first time valve busted it out which was the using source filmmaker to do sort of cinematic versions of important moments oh uh, yeah um how did, and I guess, how did you feel about him? They they had like two or three in this one, I think, right? I feel like the usage of them has changed. Mm-hmm. Um well, okay, kind of it kind of there were there were a couple of different ones, and I guess that's part of it. Um like in the original Fountain Hook one, what was hap- like the the like the one I can think of specifically is like it's a, it's a source film animation of like Pudge throwing the hook and it flying and hitting gyrocopter and then reeling him all the way back in. Mm-hmm. And what's happening is really obvious to someone who doesn't play the game, right? Yeah. It's like, here's this hook, it grabs him, and then it pulls him. And I feel like in that, it's really a really effective, like, dramatic illustration of what's happening. Um, in this, I felt like they were really of varying effectiveness on that front, because I feel like they're torn between making it, like, a dramatization or an explanation, those two uses for it. Because, like, when you had, like, the... Um, the one they did for the Phoenix egg where it's like Lena and I don't remember who the support was was attacking the, yeah, you're right. Attacking the Phoenix egg. And then just like realizing they couldn't and like burning to death. I think (laughs) that was really effective because it's just, you see them, like you see the egg descending, you see them panicking and you see like Lena trying to crawl away. And it's like, okay, that represents the emotional reality of it. Mm -hmm. Right. But like, if you get the ax call one, which was really cool, but also it's like, you can feel the emotion of like, oh, this is important. But what you see is this red man runs and then suddenly he's in a different spot and he yells and everyone's like, wow. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I guess that was important. It I doesn't feel convey like it. They needed, like, I really liked most of, well, I th- all of the cutscenes here, like the, especially the axe one where you see him respawn in the fountain and then he's, mm-hmm. you know, teleporting, BOTsing out wherever. And the camera zooms out to like where he's teleporting to, and you get this awesome long shot of just that is cool. Fucking booking it, you know, Seb booking it to try to get to a fight, and then he has an awesome call. That was that was like a, a very hype moment. I was like, you know what, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Like this good production value, but I feel like they needed to add in 
it's almost like an action scene thing where like you add you do a like a different camera take and then you add back a few seconds so like you know somebody gets punched and then you cut and then you like start from before the punch with a wider angle if they just had the same source filmmaker you know cut scene but then they added that when they came back to the game footage they like reeled it back five seconds so then you get to see like a second or two of axe walking in i feel like maybe it's just because i know dota maybe it's different for beginners but like it would prepare you you know like you'd feel the impact what is it you've been watching too much south korean television where they use replays like crazy (laughs) and you're getting addicted you're getting addicted to like (laughs) seeing something happen three times in a really quick succession it is obnoxious i hate it (laughs) it's so bad yeah Uh. but i feel like it just like a little bit of tweaks would have made it feel much more impactful because I was waiting for the actual in-game moment that like I saw right and I heard Odie Pixel scream Seb right I was waiting for mm-hmm. that but then like they just continued it was like oh like the source film thing was really cool but after Axe called I feel like okay now cut back to the real game footage and do it two seconds before he blinks in to call mm-hmm. and then that's yeah like it's it I don't know it would feel more impactful to me but I don't know like maybe it's just a a knowing Dota thing, right? And if to a no, beginner, I think I think you're right because it's, I think also part of it is that there's the switch from source filmmaker back to Dota happens without replaying events, which is normally fine. But in that instance, they they change it back after the call has happened, but the call is still ongoing, and it's very visually confusing what is yeah. happening. I definitely think that, at least in that instance, the replay would be justified. Because especially, I don't recall if he was using the old TI-3 Immortal for Axe. But that's an, an item that's really incredible for helping you understand what the fuck is happening with Call. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I think that would that would actually be really helpful and illustrative. Yeah, but I, I hope they keep using it and, you know, refine their usage of it like that. Because mm-hmm. it definitely adds, like, it's a good tempo tool to use in like the whole mm-hmm. film of of true sight so one of the things i've thought about sometimes is i as i listen to casters right mm-hmm. is i think about like what it would be like to cast alongside them and it's like there are some pe- casters where you're like this person just never stops talking they can't seem to get enough of their own opinion and i feel like <laughs> it would be annoying to cast next to them right mm-hmm. um and i sort of tentatively had Odie pixel on that list but i was like you know, he's certainly willing to defer to other people sometimes. I think maybe I'm just maybe he's just he's just a hype guy. It's fine. I'm put I'm thinking too much about it. Um but in this documentary, <laughs> I feel really bad for everyone who had to cast alongside really? Odie Pixel. As they're sitting there at their desks and in the middle of them Odie Pixel is standing there and like waving his ass in their face cuz he's so fucking fucking excited. <laughs> There's a one shot I think it's at the beginning where he's there's like a big play or a big team fight that's going on, and he's he's screaming at the screen. Like his face is maybe a foot away. No, his face is six inches away from the monitor, and he's, and, but he's standing like hunched over. He's standing hunched over. His face. He's just screaming at the screen. And it was it was a really funny moment. It's like oh, there he goes. It's a bit much. I like it. <laughs> that's our difference, though. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel if I like had to deal I with mean, it constantly. Yeah, but. yeah. I I enjoy his casting generally. I just feel like, you know, if you're if you're sitting there, I don't know. I'm sure it's I've I've been stage. in situations, right? Yeah, right. I'm I, sure. I I'm sure it would get you'd get tired of it. Mm-hmm. It's like Seb. 
Hmm. I also love there was a few moments, I think somebody called it out on Reddit a while ago. Uh, they just stopped captioning Seb because <laughs> he was like swearing too much. Just like being super vulgar, and they're just like, okay, we'll just not caption this sentence of them mm-hmm. speaking really, really bad French. <laughs> yeah, he would just go off on strings. Yeah. And, uh... and I loved how he was trying, he was, you know, teaching No Tail some good French insults or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he, he taught, he taught uh, No Tail, we are on the edge, I believe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. No, overall, I mean, like, I feel like. I, it was, I don't know, it's not that different from other true sites. I still enjoy it, but I'm starting to wonder about whether people who don't watch Dota, who don't care about Dota, like, I've shown someone who doesn't give a shit about any esports, uh, the the previous true site, mm-hmm. and thought they thought it was really neat. I don't know if they'd get much out of a second one, because it feels like yeah. they're so similar. What? Hmm. Um, yeah. I wish they could lean. I wish they could lean into different parts of it. I guess. I just wish you know? we had more. Like, I really, I hope they do a true sight on every grand finals. Because, like, imagine if we had one for wings. Now that you mentioned it, I really want to see that. That would have been so amazing. I really, yeah. I want to, that's the other thing, I guess, is that so far we've seen, like, the, the, the ones that we've seen have been primarily, like, like the, the Western team beating the Chinese team. And thus there's been a, a, sort of a clear narrative and there's been similar, like, between Liquid and OG, I feel like those teams have a fair bit in common, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, um, two EU teams. Yeah, you could get some. You could get some pretty. Different, I mean, shit. Just get any team where Jackie's on it in the finals, <laughs> oh, and you'd get you'd see some. Like you just you know there'd be there'd be you know the the clip that would go around go around Reddit like fifty times where he's like, I think we should conquer here, and someone's like, Are you fucking stupid? <laughs> <laughs> Backstage, they just have to play anime music. It's like okay. Wait. <laughs> Wait, before we go, okay, 10 minutes, 15 minute break, okay, 10 minutes we'll talk, and then 5 minutes, he's just got a jammed. <laughs> I, that's, that's what I, what I really want, is like that, like, for the whole time, they're, they're like, they're, they're having their talk, and they're like, yeah, EE's, you know, EE's in his zone, and he's got like, earbuds in, and then like, right as the break's about to end, the cameraman approaches, like, can I hear what you're listening to? And he's like, sure, and he holds up an earbud, and you're like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, Jackie. You know they would have to like edit in some sort of stupid anime like CG. Sure, it would be sure. excellent. Like you know, there'd be a big team fight or something, and they'd have a, a camera in the booth, and then suddenly Ee's hair just catches fire or something. <laughs> he stands up from his chair after they won, and he's just like yeah, his eyes. Actually, are you know what? Fuck Source Filmmaker. Studio Trigger should handle <laughs> cinematic moments. Valve is like, okay, guys, what if we threw you like ten thousand dollars? Could you do this like five second scene for us? Here's the concept. Mm. Arc Systems works. Just get get crazy with it. Get jiggy with it. Nah, 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 nah. Nah. <sighs> So, all right, that's that's actually the past of the pro scene. What's going on a little more a little more recently? With, we need with some pros? more drama. It's uh, it's past Valentine's Day, but you know it's better than you know Valentine's Day drama. That was a really good segue. Uh, what should we start <laughs> with? Well, there are some more developments. Speaking of East vs. West, there are some more developments with uh er, with the city of Chongqing. Uh, I think they were going to hold the land part of WESG there, apparently, or there was a tournament there. And uh, so 
last time for the Chongqing Major, there was some drama with TNC and then ended up with Valve saying, okay, there was some drama, but, you know, China, the city didn't, the government didn't actually ban Cuckoo. It was TNC, you know, trying to cover things up. And so we're going to find them points. We're going to ban Cuckoo from the event. But now mm-hmm. apparently Cuckoo was actually officially banned by the city of Chongqing to come to the WSG event. Yeah, I'm looking at it and it says, it says, um, okay, so what Valve says is that there is no official ban. Um, this, there was no official player ban communicated to us, blah, blah, blah. Um, what they say is that the city officials are concerned for Cuckoo's safety. Um, I'm just reading here. <laughs> are you reading the Daniel J response? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So that like there was a response by a Valve employee Daniel J who sometimes is around on the Reddit, and he said like at that time when they Valve released the blog post, they say that. You know, officials had expressed concerns, but there wasn't a ban. But now they don't know what's going on. So it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess I guess that was an older, yeah. Like, it's hard to know. Like, it seems yeah. like now that Valve like didn't communicate well with I don't know the event organizer of Chongqing. I don't remember who it was or the city officials, which is a bit of weird of a job for them to have. But like, they kind of have to do it. Just hire fucking people. <laughs> that, you know, as everyone says. But now there is an actual official ban from Chongqing saying, nope, Cuckoo cannot come here for this event. So, <laughs> it's not great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll see what happens for TI9. You know, hopefully. I mean, I'm sure they've started trying to. I don't know. They they worked with senators in the U.S. to get visas and stuff or make sure things were going to be streamlined there for TI. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the process is for China. You know, I'm sure you just got to know people, right? But hopefully they've started thinking about how to do that. Yeah, I mean, I think part of the, you know, part of the problem is, you know, it's the nature of, of what Cuckoo was banned for, right? I can see why certain regions would react more badly to it than others. Yeah, it's I think like people are saying like wow, this is like the uh the competitive integrity of the scene is going to be shattered from this. Like this specific event, yeah, like bad competitive integrity for WSG and all that, and that sucks. But for a bigger event, I feel like hmm, I feel like China is more likely to work with Valve, quote unquote, or just, you know, let people in after they apologize or something versus just saying no because it seems like more of a small city well like a city-wide thing versus whatever agency they have to push visas through in china valve does sure so sure hopefully for shanghai it'll be better Mm -hmm. won't have big problems all right well before we leave the world of valentine's day Oh, we've got a we got a happy marriage for maybe. We do. Maybe is now married. Congratulations to maybe. What a guy. Uh it's a girl. <laughs> He's married. Oh wait, that's yeah, oh no, sorry. Sorry, that was the baby thing. My bad. Mm-hmm. It's a boy. It's 
Nope. Wrong again. All right. All right. Yes. But he apparently took some time off recently because we haven't seen him around. So, yeah. Family times. You know, hell of a player. Still still hanging in there. 23, which for Dota players, you know, he's he's getting up there in years. You know, going to need some WD-40 to oil those joints. Of course. Don't we all? Don't we all? Uh, Nick, tell me about the new bloom. New bloom. Same as the old bloom. New bloom. It's gone. Okay. Yep. Uh, it was this year's Lunar New Year thing. It, it was like, it was literally a reskin of uh, Frostivus. They forgot to take off the Rubik like icon in a few places apparently <laughs> they fixed that so you know it was a reskin of frost of us so it was like a uh, a seasonal event and you could i uh, think just like win games and you would get points and you would level up your new bloom and then you'd get rewards and they also like frost of us they had what the hell do they call i don't know the in-game memes right like for frost of us they had the yes. f- snowball the snowman this christmas tree decoration thing sure. and the f- you know the end game means there's something else. yes <laughs> and this time we had pig balloons firecrackers it's like eastern decorations on a tree i'm not quite sure <laughs> what you would call that and uh uh something else something else for sure yep but they had these the biggest thing was these pig balloons that you could place down, right? And it inflated like mm-hmm. a little pig balloon. And then you could kick it around. Mm-hmm. And like, it would detect invisible people. Mm-hmm. They just like didn't even think to not make it do that. So mm-hmm. there was also, you know, when New Bloom started, there was a great clip of, uh, oh, oh, which I can't forget. Uh, nope, don't remember the name. Like some, at least mid-tier team they were playing i think in a qualifier and they were like memeing around so they put down a bunch of pig balloons and then they're like okay let's smoke and they're at roche and then they they were smoked but then they walked through the stairs to get to the river and then walk up to roche and all the pig balloons started getting kicked around and then and he's like oh guys they're here and it just ruined the smoke and i could not believe that they actually put this into the fucking game i mean they literally didn't take away the Rubik icon. You really thought they were going to take time to think about the physics of but the like, balloons? But, like, just make it not not do anything. Like, you, you had to code something to make it do something. Just don't do that. Or when you're making the new thing, be like, oh, if they're invisible or smoked, of course, don't do that. Even Fog of War, know. though, it would reveal Fog of War. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like there's no end to how much Valve can half-ass some of the shit, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're definitely going to hit the major holidays. It's so like they do Frostivus. And then in China, uh, the Lunar New Year is huge. So, mm-hmm. wait, actually, they, you couldn't pay for levels, though, I don't think. I don't think I don't you know. could. So, I don't know. I figured they were doing it because, you know, it's a money thing. But Guess who didn't try to pay for levels? <laughs> I didn't fucking Any care about anything. Uh. Yeah, but New Bloom, it's over. No Bloom. <clears throat> You know what's better than the New Bloom? What's that, Nick? The harmonies of New Bloom, including this sound clip. Dun dun da da da. 
I don't want to actually make more editing work for you, so you can just use that amazing cover of the opening theme of Harmonies of New Bloom if you wish. Okay, sure. Yeah. It's inspiring. Mm -hmm. I I hoped that, you know, they would promote Harmonies of New Bloom, but too much work. Small indie company. Really? Turns out. Very small. Also, Under Attack by Epic Games. God, turns out. Savage. Brutal. What is Epic doing? Uh, they opened up a rival store and also are start telling people, hey, stop putting your games on Steam and put them on our service instead. Wait, really? Epic has a launcher now? <clears throat> what? How? Oh, Epic. You don't pay any attention. Launcher. The Fortnite people. Oh, wait. You can. <laughs> they're doing games on that thing now? <laughs> yes. What? Yeah. God. It's kind of a big deal. I like the idea of competition. But in reality, Steam all the time, no matter what. Because having multiple places to deal with all the games, Mm. big thumbs down. Having to have Origin installed for me to play Apex Legends, which I've played a little bit of. Origin's bad. I don't mind Origin. I don't Uh, don't play Apex Legends. I play The Sims, but you know. The you play... Bad. You play as trash. You just play like as a all bad of these service. things. It's like, ah, oh, man, just I don't know why, but it just feels bad to have all this shit on my computer. Yeah, but I mean, also, I mean, like you can get stuff outside of like, okay, I'm you not can. here to. You know what? Actually, I am here to do this. Here we fucking go. Uh, you could go to like humble dot. You could go to humble bundle, mm-hmm. or you could go to itch.io, and when you buy games from there, you're not buying them for their fucking you know special client. You're just buying a thing you put on your computer and you can just run. <laughs> and then you, you can just add have... it through Steam and you can even get you the can. Steam overlay on it through that way. Yeah. Exactly. Or a lot of the times they'll sell you, they'll be like, here's the, like, if you buy it from, I bought a game recently from Paradox, um, makers of fine strategy games. And they were like, here's the game. You can just download it. Or here's this code. You can just put it in on Steam and install it on Steam. Or you could do both because you own it and we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> what a concept owning right get owned six every day <laughs> i work customer service every day Pwned. i get owned got him i don't get i don't get pwned because very the few listen that's california concealed mm-hmm. carry is not legal these people do not have pistols is that the origin of, of pwned god you're so young what is the etymology of pwned actually now pistol that owned pwned wait really it's from Counter Strike. Really? Wow. Because you owned them with your pistol, with pistol which so is they got yeah, interesting. Yes. I haven't said that word in many years. Pwned. I'm gonna get corrections. Someone's gonna be like, "Actually, it's from Doom." Will but it actually. is. It is. That is definitely. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I'm trying to think of a good, from Doom, a good, something. Oh, W N D now. Sewned. What? What? What's that? Uh, uh, sewing owned. You like don't you knit you know, I guess when you knitting is deny inside. someone le- unnecessarily Coned? unless you own them. Oh, coned if you get knit really well. Mm. Like, oh man, mm. I really coned that scarf. <laughs> Nick, mm-hmm. <laughs> next time we're playing together, we're playing off lane uh-huh. and we harass the enemy safe laner out of lane, we need to go zone. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and nobody else will understand. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I guess he's owned your opponent. 
Uh, nice transition. Z W N apostrophe D <laughs> zoned. Get zone owned. We're so stupid, uh, God. Let's talk about a sad subject <laughs> to bring the okay. mood down. Uh, Torta Delini is no longer with us in Dota Two. It, I made it sound like he died. Alive. He has not died. Yeah. Yep. Still, he just got sick of our shit, mm-hmm. which is well, very fair. I, he wasn't but making he, money. I can't believe there wasn't, wasn't a way money for him to make money doing what he did, but small indie company. Well, and he also said, um, like, he said, like, I'm not making money, and also most of the feedback I get is negative. People saying that I'm probably 2K and that all my builds are bullshit. And <laughs> more people say that than appreciate it, so fuck y'all. And it's like, yep, yeah. Dota. I I think that's entirely fair. I think it's a bummer. I was, mean, was great yeah. for the well, like with anything... But, you know, the feedback you get from literally anything in life is going to mostly be overwhelmingly negative or it's going to be the like six star review where it's like this thing changed my life and was amazing. Just like most people just won't give feedback at all. And so it kind of you sucks. You spent too much time in Dota. <laughs> um, you know, I run a lot of podcasts and mostly it's silence. Mm-hmm. And usually when I hear from someone, they're nice. <laughs> yeah, but that's the six-star <laughs> review to me. No, they're, I mean, like, <clears throat> no, I mean, like, usually, honestly, what I get is people being like, you know, like, oh, you got this thing wrong, but I like your show. Oh. Like, just really mellow, just like, you oh, know, this was nice. Hmm. It's like, thank you. Um, well, I don't you get sure, too much, well, but. I don't want to, like, curb your enthusiasm here. Are you sure it's not like. No, that was good. Are you sure it's not like. They're tagging on the oh, but I like your show because they're like, well, actually, you got this thing wrong. No, that's fine, but that's it. They weren't doing like, listen, but it was we all enough. saw okay. they weren't doing that with Torta Delini. No, no one was tagging on. I love your guide, but I think you're wrong about this. They were saying, mm-hmm. I, I like you're wrong about this, but also I think you're one K and you should go back to <laughs> League of Legends. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, like anything on the internet, you'll get shitty, negative, you know, feedback, negative comments. It's mm-hmm. shitty. And the thing is, at least for me, shittiness can be easily curtailed by money. <laughs> like if I got if Valve like hired or you know contracted this somehow because he had like millions. He he had stats, you know, you know, final stats right when he he killed all his guides. He had millions and millions of people looking at his guides all the time, like when they're playing the games. So like, surely there's some small monetary value. I don't know. But, like, if he was being paid or something, then it's like, okay, you know, I can do this thing. I know that people are using it because I get occasional good feedback. And then I have 4 million people looking at my guides every month. Then, you know, okay, this $5,000 will make me want to keep doing it. Sure. So. Sure. That's fair. It's sad, but yes, all of Torty's Tort's guides are dead. Yeah. Buy your own items. Ah. <sighs> Nick, 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 Nick. I don't care about we play esports Dota 2 Valentine Madness. But they were dressed up in bunny suits. They had Sheever, Odie Pixel, uh, Slacks was around. They were all in bunny suits and they were in a big pink casters area. It, it I don't was get the bunny. I don't get the bunny thing. Should I Google like, the, grad, the larger no of the Easter bunny? larger larger no it's listen listen it's like it's not there. Easter it's Valentine's okay first of all and secondly 
I mean, is it just the fact that bunnies have lots of babies, so they must be mad horny? Like, I don't get the connection. Hmm. What would you have preferred, or what would you have expected them to wear if they're going to wear a pink fuzzy thing? Why would they wear a pink fuzzy thing? Because it's Valentine's. Just wear like a like a nice suit with like a rose or something. Have them all in like crisp black black suits with a little, like Shiver in a suit with like a little like red rose, like looking like the host of a hostess of a host club. That would look kind of sick. Uh, oh, sorry. <clears throat> no, sorry. I was you were being overwhelmed by your bad taste. I get it. <laughs> I I just like them embracing the theme. I think even Slack said like, oh, but why is it? Why does fire rabbits have pink. to do with it's pink and it's. I don't know, lovely, fluffy. I don't know. Don't yes, ask me. Valentine's Day, the day of fluff. Why don't they, they dress fluff, up as yeah. pink balls of lint? Exactly. Like, Makes total. Right, sense. Well, whatever. What's what's your next? <laughs> what's your next note that I don't? This oh, Kyle was I don't there understand. too. There was clips of Kyle dressed up. Uh, uh, that's sandals. true. Yeah. So. And that's and he was talking about how the current meta sucks, mm-hmm. and he was kind of right. Yep. Woo. Ah. Yeah. What the hell is Fedochon? Oh, that is Forgotten Hero of the Week. Oh, Wind Ranger. Except in this case, FHOTW stands for Forgotten HUD of the Week. Because remember when oh. we had custom HUDs and the fact that there's probably hundreds of them? And then we had 7.0 and they said, oh, and it'll be updated to automatically, you know, there's less real estate, but it'll still change the HUD. And then mm-hmm. we all forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah. Remember how huh. they used to come out with new HUDs all the time? And how they'd make See, pretty cool HUDs for TI? The thing that happened to me is I got the Azure Constellation HUD. And then you, yeah. I was done. Yeah. The game was over I always had that one equipped, listen. But, like, sometimes you're feeling like the TI4 HUD. And I was like, oh, that's cool. The, I mean, whatever, like sometimes I feel like the TI four HUD, but week. listen, then you have a you have a coffee and you know you <laughs> take a shower and you feel a little bit better. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, I don't know. It was like nice, and then they could still do so much with the current HUD. Like you could still have made a TI eight HUD, but they didn't. Yeah. Like, oh, I forgot about it. Sad. Yeah, it was nice. It is a bummer. Half-assed, forgotten features is the way of Valve software. So, Well, speaking of half-assed features, let's talk about Jackie's Chow. Six. Nick. Do you have a big topic for this week's Jackie's Chow? I don't have a big topic, but I have a 12-ounce topic. Oh, a 12-ounce. Well, what if people are feeling a little more hungry? Where could they go? Um, To your section? Right. Because you're going to talk about food and I'm not? Where I plug the Scanline Talks feeds release of Jackie's Chow Best of 2018. Oh, there you go. Wow. Wow. Pick, picking up what I'm Got not putting him. down, what I've just like slipped out of my back pocket and forgot was there. <laughs> we fu- we recorded like a goddamn 
hour-long podcast somehow talking about our Jackie's Chow Best Picks of 2018, where we talk about our top foods of 2018. And it's not like, I mean, there are some, it's not like a clip show. It's like all new content of us talking about foods, a lot of foods that never featured on Jackie's Chow and just having a good time. It was good. It, we ended up being surprisingly similar on our themes. Yeah. Similar weird. but different. Yeah. Don't worry. This year, this year, Taco Bell's going to come up with some banger and I my list will be completely different. <laughs> yeah. I still need to eat my Taco Bell. I haven't had dinner uh, yet, yeah, so I am hungry. So Taco Bell sounds good. We could, we could work this out. Mm-hmm. All right. So, do you want mine is smaller? Should I go first? Um, mine is actually pretty tiny. <laughs> but yeah, okay, go well, for then it. Go, go ahead. Go, no, no, you, you go, go ahead. Long, okay, maybe we'll go longer. Okay. So, I haven't had dinner yet. It's pretty late. I was doing a bunch of work, mm-hmm. and then you're like, "Oh, it's the time we we wanted to record." I'm like, "Oh." it is so sometimes when i'm feeling like a snack get this i i like a you're, piece you're feeling like you you feel really attractive you're feeling mm. like a snack oh i am a snack i just look at myself in the mirror and i'm like mm, butter me up and so what i did i took a piece of sourdough bread and i put mayonnaise on it and i ate it and i feel like that is delicious what are your feelings on that I'm unhappy. Just bread with mayonnaise, like a small, a little, like a glob, but like a thin layer of mayonnaise, and it's that really good German bread I like. Why did you do that? Because I was I was hungry and I was looking for something. Like you it's were tasty. looking for something like a way to offend the gods, like what? Man, okay. So what specifically really twerks your bacon about this combination? Mayonnaise is a. Mayonnaise is like glue, a lot <laughs> like glue. In fact, what? you don't like if you're gonna if you're gonna do a crafting project, right? Mm-hmm. You're not like I'm gonna take some glue and put it on my finger. <laughs> like, no, you're gonna take glue and you're gonna use it to combine things. That's what glue is for. That's what mayonnaise is for. Mayonnaise is for <laughs> I've got this sandwich. It's meat. It's cheese. It's bread. But that's kind of dry, so I'll put some mayo on here. Mayo is the fuser of components mayo is not the flavor mayo is not the experience we're not coming down to mayo town for a party i i don't like i feel like it's it's got salt fat acid like it's got all the the shit you need you're right you know what that's all let me let me get you a fucking cube of sugar exactly fucking a glob of like butter lard lard okay and then and then just some sulfuric acid and you'll be happy as a pig and fucking pudding (laughs) yep as a pig and pudding yes Mm -hmm. trademark 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 (laughs) yep Uh, I that's, don't know. That's okay. gross. I figured gross. you might be offended, but it was good. <laughs> you were looking to offend me. You can just <laughs> say it. <laughs> no, I, I just ate it. You you messaged me at eight oh two, and I was like, oh, let me cram something, you know, a light snack. And okay, I got some sourdough and I got some mayonnaise. I'm gonna put that on there. All right. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about okay. toast? Also, toast is great. What do you put on your toast? Um, I mean, if I have a good enough bread, nothing. But um, sometimes I'll do butter. Sometimes I'll do strawberry jam. I will never do both. Okay. I don't know. People who do that are. Yeah, it's it's too indulgent. You don't like. You can't even taste the butter really at that point. You're just adding (laughs) fat for the sake of adding fat. It's silly. The moisture. What do you think about toast when you're sick? I've had people tell me. I think when I was young, like my parents would tell me, like toast when your stomach is sick or when you're sick is what you're supposed to eat. 
bananas, rice, applesauce, toast, brat, the brat diet. I hate toast when I'm sick. You can hate toast. The the thing about it, the, the reason that's a thing, the brat diet, is because those are all foods that are easy for your body to digest. But make my body die. I hate toast. That's fair. Okay. If that's how you feel, then try the rest of the brat. Don't, try okay. the BRA. Try the bra. Try the bra diet. Try the bra diet. bras. Mm. <laughs> um, but, I don't know. Yeah, I think, uh, I think well, I got pneumonia when I was pretty young. And I think it mm. was... No, I was like coming down with it and I was feeling really bad at like a restaurant or something. I'm like, I don't want to eat anything. I feel horrible. And so then I was forced to eat some toast. And I think I felt even worse afterwards because I was in the process of getting pneumonia. Maybe I just have a bad association with toast. I similarly have a bad association with just glasses of milk mm-hmm. for oh. a grosser story oh. that's along a similar line. Mm-hmm. I, I like I, just a glass of milk is gross to me because of, yeah, a bad a bad bodily experience as a youth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I'm ready for a new experience. I'm ready for a good experience. Oh. Because a few weeks ago, we were talking about sodas on Jackie's Chow. We were. And I was like, oh, you know, there are all these sodas out here. And one of them I mentioned was Manzanita Soul. And I was like, but the problem is it's only available in 12 packs. And that's a hell of a commitment, right? For you folks, I'm ready to make a hell of a commitment. <gasps> I just cracked open my first ever Manzanita Soul. Manzanita Soul is a brand of apple-flavored soft drinks owned by PepsiCo and is predominant in Mexico. In the United States, it is sold in 12-pack cans, 2-liter, and 20-ounce bottles. Introduced in 2005. You can get 20-ounce... Yeah, okay, all we have is 12-packs out here. Um, Or at least around me. Um, uh, Original de Mexico. And uh, apparently it's very refresco. So let's give it... A sweet, oh, real apple. Okay, that's good. Nice. Let's get a, let's get some of the. Oh, that's a very. Hmm, that actually smells like a genuine ass apple. Like the head doesn't smell like artificial at all. It just smells oh. like a. <laughs> the head of my like man's a, like a, soul. It's like a, it's like a Fiji. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Or like a honey crisp. Okay, let's let's give this a sip. Very gentle flavor. Um. Yeah, this is just a Honeycrisp soda. This is just like... Now, uh, does it taste like carbonated apple juice? That's what I'm worried um, about. It's, the flavor is more gentle than that. Hmm. And it's definitely more soda-y. Like, this is... This has to be... Let's see. Let's look at the ingredients. Yeah, high fructose corn syrup. I was going to say, this has to be sweetened with high, high fructose corn syrup. Um... It it it's it's not like drinking like sparkling apple cider or something, okay. right? Okay. Um, this is a different. This is an apple soda, but it's an apple soda that yeah, definitely tastes like like uh, the sweeter red varieties of apple. Um, this is quite nice. Hmm. It's even caffeinated, apparently. Really. I how much does oh. it have? Does it have the the milligrams? It doesn't. Hmm. I'm looking it's for mysterious. it. Going to the website. It is in Spanish. Don't know how much of my Spanish I remember. I'm not seeing any caffeine on the ingredients list. Really? Maybe it's different. Soul.com. Well, yeah. No, this is. Um, I was expecting something to taste a little more like a Jolly Rancher soda. You know, I was expecting something that I was going to be like, I can drink this, but whatever. But like. 
I will 100% buy this again. This is really nice. Hmm. Uh, do you have a 12-pack of it? I do. Well, it's a good thing that you you like it. Yeah, I'm, I I bought so there was a there was a three for ten deal, which in California wow. is a pretty good deal. Um, and I got Wild Cherry Pepsi Classic. There, I like Coke better than Pepsi, but Pepsi does a better cherry soda, cherry cola than Coke does. Um, I got Mug Root Beer, and I got Manzanita Soul, and the Manzanita Soul is better than Mug Root Beer. Wow, hot! This pick. is a good drink. Hmm. I don't know where I can get it, but I'll now be on the lookout. All right. Well, if you ever come, if you ever come visiting mm-hmm. out here, out west, out on the best coast, um, the breast coast, as we call it sometimes, um, we have it all over the place. So hmm. I'll be on the lookout. Now I'm wondering. Hmm. All right. Well, I think that's all we have for this week on Bottle Crow. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us. And, uh, Nick, I feel like we're forgetting something. Wind Ranger, just like Ice Frog is. Uh, thank you very much to, uh, Jeffrey Bryce, a.k.a. Pomodi, for the Harmonies of New Bloom music pack, which is our intro and outro tunes here on the show. No you problem. can also find it in-game, in that Dota 2, where you can purchase it for your own use. You also might want to check out the other works of Jeffrey Bryce, the Rhythms of Rift Shadow Ruins, and the Highlander music pack. Those are both in the Steam Workshop if you want to vote for them and try and help them get into the game. I also want to give a shout-out to Ashley Ryan, a.k.a. Sfimi, who did our podcast art, The Bottle with Crow and Dagon. Um, Ashley, I, as I believe, is is open to commissions again, as far as I can tell, so that'll be uh, patreon.com slash Vimy, or if you just want to check out the work, uh, twitter.com slash Vimy. And, uh, yeah. Nick, it's the plug zone. Mm-hmm. New Bloom. Do you want? Okay. Peace out. New Bloom. Jeff New Bloom. <laughs>